Today, I wanted to talk about, it's supposedly controversial, um, the documentary Toxic Beauty and kind of like question its agenda because I watched it. And also at the end, I really wanted to find out if any of you use Diva Curl. So let's get into it. Hi, my name's Sharice Kenyon and I'm the host of the Beauty Me podcast. Today's one is kind of like a spin-off. It's called Beauty Buzz and I'll be doing these regularly. Please subscribe, like and comment. A couple of weeks ago, I saw an Instagram post first by a journalist that I actually really admire. She's a beauty journalist that's very into natural stuff. And actually, I know some people will call it woo-woo. I wouldn't criticize it to that extent, but her name is Jessica L. Yarborough. I've been following her for a while on Instagram. And she did this post about an article she'd written for Vogue, um, US Vogue, about toxic beauty, this new documentary that's you would think from the title that it's about beauty it was actually after watching it I felt compelled to watch it because there was a lot of shock and horror and oh my god the beauty industry is really evil from the title you'd think that the doc is about beauty but the director Phyllis Ellis her focus is much more about I think it's over 15,000 lawsuits taken out against Johnson and Johnson specifically to do with the use of baby powder. So I don't know if you guys use that. I I used to love the smell. I used to love smelling like a baby. Um, so I bought it a few times when I was an adult. And obviously when I was a baby, I'm guessing my, my parents used it on me. Another sort of, before I get into the doc, there's also a, like a subplot that's actually quite interesting. If you're into wearing makeup like I am, there is a medical student called Mai Mai, She's kind of looking at the chemical burden that we place on our bodies like every day, how she kind of increases that or decreases it with the use of perfumes, body lotions, face wash, shower gel, makeup. And I think on an average day, she counted that she uses about 27 products. So she tested her skin on a day where she used absolutely nothing like no deodorant, no shower gel. Like, I don't know how she did it. I would have been petrified to leave the house. I would have been convinced I was Sank. Then the next day, she went back to using all her usual regime from head to toe. And then she actually did a third experiment, which was all with clean beauty products. And I'm still a little bit on the fence about clean beauty because I do think, again, it's another ploy. It's a lot of it is another ploy to just get us to spend even more money. But I, at the same time, after watching this documentary, admittedly, I do want to learn a lot more. So, yeah, she did a third day. And her results were completely different compared to when she wore nothing. So the documentary itself, it focuses on these lawsuits against Johnson & Johnson. It talks about the use of talc and how it's... In the documentary, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like the documentary says talc is responsible for causing ovarian cancer. I need to check that. Or you guys can watch it and check it and let me know what you think. The documentary itself really did get me thinking and I don't want to give any spoilers but it follows several women who have cancer a few of them you can see but one person it's a lady and you only ever hear her voice but I knew from her voice that she was a black woman or African-American that I think that struck me because I was kind of thinking god that could be my grandma my grandma's no longer with us but I think she got to me a little bit and like I said I'm not going to give a spoiler but the talk you know parts of it are sad because this is a real thing and nobody wants to go through cancer like it's it's sad, but what it caused me to do, because I've been a journalist for about 15 years, I just wanted to do a bit more research myself. 
And another side note, I noticed the sort of disparity with research on black women or products that are made for the black community. And overall, they seem to have a lot more carcinogenic ingredients in. And we have the added bonus of being sold, you know, skin lightening products and relaxers, which I believe a lot of those have been proven to affect even our reproductive system. The one positive that I learned along the way is the fact that we're here in Europe. Well, actually, no, we're not in Europe anymore, um, unfortunately. But yeah, Europe apparently has higher standards than the US and it's banned a lot more ingredients than the US. I'm thinking around, I think it's around 1300 compared to 11 in the US. But again, as what you'll learn is with the documentary, because I think I got that fact from the doc, the 11 um, ingredients. There's a lot of, I wouldn't say untruth, but it's not the whole truth. One thing I did learn along the way, if you want to educate yourself or if you're curious about products that you use, I found this online website called Skin Deep. And it's an online directory where you can search for an ingredient to find out just how toxic it is. So they'll give it a score. I think they've used over 60 toxicity and regulatory databases to kind of come up with this platform if a product has a score of one it means it's the lowest risk and if it has a score of 10 it's the highest so i just wanted to give you a quick quote from skin deep potential hazards linked to product ingredients include cancer hormone disruption developmental and reproductive damage allergies and other adverse health effects and amongst those baddies a lot of the products were actually hair relaxers hair colors and bleaching products so anyway Again, back to Toxic Beauty. I was all ready to sort of um, give you a review just on the doc and tell you, you know, a lot of the positives about it because I think information is always positive. It's how you use it. Also, I'm still really new to YouTube in case you haven't noticed. And, you know, I've been reading about how your titles affect things and affect views and it's kind of like that clickbait effect. And I was... One of my clickbait effects was, did you know that cosmetic legislation hasn't changed since 1938? Like, that's crazy, right? It's nearly 100 years. So I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to include that in my video. And then last week, I interviewed Deja Ayodele of Westroom Aesthetics. And the podcast actually up now. So please go and check that out. Uh, she's really cool. She knows her stuff. And she told me, like, no, you need to dig a bit deeper about that documentary and she introduced me to this Instagram account called the eco well which is all about beauty in a sustainable way but it also relies heavily on science it's like believes in the power of science and I think what science is about is it's all about facts and figures as well they actually posted on their feed something a lot it was like a screenshot of Jessica Al Yarbrough's article and they'd basically written over it saying this person doesn't know what she's talking about and I was like oh my god like she's a great journalist and Deja was like yes you know she may well be but that documentary is hiding certain things to promote other things and it really got me thinking because obviously everybody in life everyone that creates something has some kind of agenda agenda doesn't have to be a negative word but we've all got something to sing about so I started to think okay yeah if this Phyllis Ellis is trying to prove one thing then obviously all her data is going to point towards that like why would she show something else but really in reality when you are trying to give real background information you need to be clear and transparent so I started doing a little bit more digging and I found out that one of the, the studies mentioned in the documentary I think it had been done in 2004 and in 2012 it was retracted but they didn't take 
that out of the, the documentary and they didn't stay in the documentary. This study was retracted. So I was like, well, that's strange. Deja actually also told me that that fact about, you know, legislation not being updated or changed was not 100% correct. It has indeed been updated. I don't know if that means not much has changed, but you can see where kind of like jargon and not being entirely clear can really affect things. What this really got me thinking about is, I don't know if you know Joe Rogan, but he's like the biggest podcaster on the planet. And he, a while back, he had on this guy that calls himself a functional medicine practitioner. His name is Chris Cresser. And Chris Cresser came on to Joe Rogan's podcast to talk about a documentary about veganism called The Game Changers. And when The Game Changers came out, it really struck a nerve. It got a whole more, I'm sure it got a lot more people to turn to veganism. As always happens, you know, I've watched a lot of documentaries myself on veganism and many of them have sort of stuck with me. Not that I'm a vegan, but The Game Changers really rocked a lot of people because it was saying that you could be an athlete and perform, you know, at your optimum capabilities by being vegan so chris cresser came on to joe rogan and he ripped the documentary to shreds like he really went in and joe rogan's podcast is also on youtube so you'll get to see chris is really laying it in you know he's getting all his statistics and his studies and everyone was eating out of his hands including joe rogan like everyone was like oh my god this documentary must be crap and like let's not watch it and what a load of you know they really went in but then the documentary maker james wilkes said to joe let me come on the show and let me refute these claims like I'm not a liar I'm not making stuff up I'm not using stuff to hide something he came on and Chris Cresser came on and it was it took over three hours and 40 minutes so if you've got that time go ahead and watch it but James basically ripped Chris to shreds defended himself in every way possible that is just a long sidetrack of me saying you know we're all adults you know young adults whatever age we are but it's up to you to do the research and your own agenda should be your own health or if you're concerned about beauty products that's on you like you do the research because whatever we watch there's an agenda behind it and it's great to know and it's great to watch, but I think we're going to have to like read between the lines and just do more research. But I would love to know what you guys thought of Toxic Beauty. If I had to give it a rating out of five, I think I would give it like three and a half. It's definitely worth watching and it will get you thinking and you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Anyway, just a little bit more on the note of sort of toxic products, toxic ingredients. I really wanted to know if any of you guys have been using Diva Curl. I don't know if you've seen YouTuber Aisha Malik she brought out a video a few weeks ago i think she's had nearly two million views now saying how she went from being a diva curl ambassador to saying do not use these products don't use these products i'm not telling you to use them please stop using them she did she even said like stop using them don't give them to a women's shelter and recently she's actually said also don't throw them away because you might be able to take part in the class action lawsuit if you've experienced hair loss. So it's really gaining momentum. I think she did another video a few days ago as well. I think that's called My Diva Damage. In that one, she's explaining about why it took her so long. Because yeah, six years, it's a long time to use a product. If you now are saying, you know, don't touch it. Check the video out for yourselves. It's about 16 minutes long. What Aisha has alerted people to is to stop saying that it's just hair. And I think it's really true. I think, I feel like we talk about skin so much. Skin has got all the hashtags like skin positivity, acne positivity, but hair is kind of like one of those things you can't hide so much. I think she got a lot of criticism initially, like, oh my God, it's just hair, like get over it. But if you check her out, she has got beautiful hair. She's got very long curly hair. 
Obviously, it's not the same curl that she had before Diva Curl. But yeah, I really wanted to know if any of you guys have been using it because maybe we could get you, I could get you on the podcast in the future. Feel free to send me a voice note on Instagram in my DMs at beautymepodcast or email me beautymepodcast at gmail.com. So I'm going to see you next week. Everything that I have mentioned today will be in the links below. So if you want to check out the documentary, if you want to check out Joe Rogan's three hours and 42 minutes conversation with the game changers producer everything's going to be down there and yeah please subscribe like and definitely comment let me know what you think okay bye